in discovering fraud or Ponzi schemes, we always talk about third-party liability because victims of a large-scale Ponzi scheme or fraud in many cases look to recover their losses by adding in liability from third parties. And you know the famous cases of Bernie Madoff and Scott Rothstein, in those cases, victims recovered a very large percentage of their losses. In the Scott Rothstein case, they actually recovered close to 100% of their losses, even after the expense of investigation and legal fees and trustees costs, because of the inclusion of third parties. And these third parties could be accountants, they could be sales agents, they could be attorneys. Anybody who helped enable this fraud to happen, even if they weren't directly responsible for executing the fraud, if they accidentally enabled it because they did something wrong internally, they forgot to do the right paperwork or they forgot to check off a certain form. There was a case in, in the Scott Rothstein fraud where there was a bank that allowed an account to be opened by the fraudster without getting the right paperwork signed. And they said, well, it's Scott Rothstein, he's got tens of millions, so it's okay to forget that paperwork. Had they required that document to be signed, what would have happened was they would have discovered that it was a fraud because the document would not be correct and it would have ended the fraud right then and there. Because they didn't do that, the fraud extended. And that's a little bit of an oversimplification, but when a fraud is allowed to extend, a third party may be liable for the losses that incurred to victims after the fact. Even third parties, in, in his case, there was a, a jewelry dealer that you know, sold the fraudster jewelry. And because it was determined that this jewelry dealer knew that the fraud was happening, they had to return the money that they received. There was an article this week about some large banks that was even worse than that. They didn't even inadvertently know about frauds. They were told directly by FinCEN through suspicious activity reports known as SARs that their bank was being used by Ponzi schemers to move money. And this is one of the articles from the BBC, how HSBC moved Ponzi scheme millions despite warning. And they were told, it was, this is their largest bank, right? It was $80 million worth of suspicious activity reports were given to HSBC, but they still let these fraudsters process payments through their bank. Again, they made the claim SARs are not evidence of wrongdoing. They're just a possible notice to take another look. And since they didn't take another look, the frauds extended. And I believe, yeah, the leaked SARs submitted to the U.S. Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN, cover transactions of $2 trillion, right? So these SARs noticed $2 trillion that could be fraudulent, and a lot of them turned out to be fraudulent. So this is a very deep pocket third party. It doesn't always have to be this big. It could be an incorporation agency that formed corporations for these fraudsters. It could be an accountant that signed off on financial reports. It could be a sales company that got commissions. Third parties take many forms, but this is a perfect example of where a financial institution, a bank, was notified that it's possible fraud could be occurring. They did not take action. And because of that, their bank was used as a resource for the Ponzi schemes to process more money. Look, if the Ponzi scheme can't take deposits from victims, they can't exist. So if the bank had shut down these accounts, the Ponzi scheme, in theory, would have shut down and there would be no more victims. So 
Third parties are a very valuable resource. If you're a victim of a Ponzi scheme or a fraud, always make sure your attorney or your investigation includes the pursuit or looking at possible third parties. It doesn't mean they're guilty. It doesn't mean they're bad people. It doesn't mean they're, they committed the crime, but they could be a resource for liability either directly or through an insurance policy, E&O policy, a director's and operation or an officer's policy to get restitution for a victim if they even inadvertently enable the fraud. Again, good get legal advice from an attorney to make sure you're doing it the right way, but third-party liability is a great way to get the most amount of recovery of lost assets through a scam.